0: Welcome to the broadcast today. I'm Mike McCurry. It is a privilege to be speaking to you today. In just a moment, I'm going to read a tract story from a longtime supporter of BTI, an email we received not too long ago. Before I do that, though, I'd like to tell you about a special tract that I have with me in the studio room today called We're Grateful. You can see an American flag and the silhouette of a man saluting that flag on the front cover along with, of course, the title, the words. We're grateful. Here's what the front of this track says. Hello, veteran. Yes, we're grateful for what you did to preserve our freedom, enduring separation and loneliness. You may have come home safely without combat experience, but perhaps you saw bloody battles and the broken bodies of comrades. Maybe you yourself were gravely wounded. It may be that you suffer even today from injuries received in the military whatever your circumstances, we thank you for serving and are glad you came home. But here's the true crux of the matter. Here's the biggest point of this particular track. Of course, yes, we want to extend our thanks and our gratefulness for the enormous debt that we as the American people have for our veterans. But the tract called We're Grateful continues with saying this, Have you ever wondered, speaking to a veteran, have you ever wondered if it's true? that a good and faithful service man or service woman who dies for our country can be assured an escape from hell and an eternity in heaven here are some facts that this tract right here tells you about number 1 you are going to die someday next you will spend eternity somewhere and lastly when you pass from this world you will either be absent from the body and present with the lord or your soul will be lost and doomed forever without hope. This track goes on to talk about the fact that he that hath the Son, meaning Jesus, hath life, and as many as received him, again, meaning Jesus, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Friend, Can I encourage you to use this track? Maybe you know an older gentleman or maybe a lady. Maybe one of those men that you see at the local mom and pop diner down the street wearing one of those special hats indicating their military service with some pins. Maybe telling you what vessel they sailed on in the Navy or what unit they were with in the military. Can I encourage you to go to our website right now and get some of this tract right here and pass it along and say, thank you for your service. Would you mind reading this tract, We're Grateful, when you have just a moment? Of course, it's the thought that counts, but friend, telling someone that you're grateful and handing them a tract that can tell them exactly how they can know for sure that they're on their way to heaven means all the difference. Let me encourage you, go to our website at the conclusion of the broadcast day. Our announcer will tell you exactly how you can contact us and how you can order some of that tract for yourself completely free. We'd love to send you that tract, or if you're interested, we'll send you a sample packet of every single track that we currently carry, one each of every track, some 37 or 38 different tracks. We'll send it to you completely free of charge. Now, if you'd like to partner with our ministry, putting out millions upon millions of tracks every year, completely free of charge, the word of God to all the world since 1938, the only way that happens is because great generous Christians just like you, partner with us. You can go to our website for more information or you can text BTI to this phone number 22525. Open up a text and send this message BTI to this phone number 22525. Now I'd like to read for you a short email that came across my desk pretty recently. It says this, Dear Micah McCurry, Welcome to the leadership of BTI or Bible Tracks Incorporated. My wife and I are Illinois natives who moved to Wisconsin in our second year of marriage, and 55 years later, we are still proud Wisconsinites and loving it. Here's what they say However, we knew Paul Levine and supported BTI with our prayers and financial aid. And think about this we took BTI, we took Bible Tracks Incorporated tracks to Russia, Belarus, and Ukraine during short-term missions trips. We've completed mission trips with the Mayan people in the mountains of Guatemala back in 2012, and we took Spanish tracks of yours with us. This was all after my wife and I retired from our secular jobs. He says, Mark Smith has spoken at our church there in Wisconsin, and we know him and are very sorry to see him leave, but we know that you will fill his shoes." As a side note, the man says, I was born and raised on a farm east of Streeter here in Illinois, not too far from where we are in Bloomington. So I know where Dwight, now my hometown, is and attended some youth activities there in my formative years. So some amazing history from the a blast from the past, really. And so I appreciate Brother Jerry, uh, you sending in and Miss Judy sending in this email. I appreciate your past history and support, not only financially, but your prayer support of our ministry here. It means so much to us that you would take the time to send an email just like that. I would love to hear your stories though. I would love to hear how you have had a history with Bible tracts, whether they be particularly our gospel tracts or another. I'd love to hear Hear your gospel track stories. If you do have a history with Pastor Mark Smith, the great former director of our ministry, or even Dr. Paul, the founder, Dr. Paul Levine of Bible Tracks Incorporated, I would love to hear about that from you. Send us an email, drop me a line, go to our website, BibleTracksInc.org, tell us all about it. I'd love to make your acquaintance, even through email or a phone call. You can call our phone number. The announcer at the conclusion of the program will tell you you more about that. Grab a pen, a notepad to jot some notes on for our Bible study. We're going to just about wrap up our Bible study today. If you'll join me in First Samuel chapter number 30. First Samuel chapter number 30. Just by way of context, let's bring ourselves up to speed, those of you that are listening. First Samuel chapter 30 verses 1 through 6, we see a sad story unfold. David and his 600 men come back from almost doing battle, and they come back to their home city at the time of Ziklag, and they find that it has been burned with fire. They come over the hill, they see the smoke billowing up, they're running over the hill to Ziklag, and all of a sudden they realize that there's no one left there. There's not an animal in sight. Their women, the children, their livestock, their possessions have all been taken spoiled by the evil Amalekite. People. They are beside themselves with grief, the Bible tells us. They even, his men, David's men, these compatriots and comrades of David, even talked about stoning him because of what they perceived as bad leadership. What did David do in his great distress in 1 Samuel 30, verse number 6? In his great distress, he encouraged himself in the Lord. What a powerful testimony of what to do when you don't know what to do. Friend, with all of the uncertainty in the world and all the rumors of wars and all of the uh, horrible news that the mainstream media would like to tell you about, friend, no matter what you do or don't know what to do, let me encourage you to first... Encourage yourself in the Lord. If we look down another verse or two, 1 Samuel 30 and verse number eight or so, we then see that David then inquired of the Lord. He wasn't sure what to do. He was borne down with grief. He was absolutely overloaded with sadness, with distress. And what did he do? He encouraged himself in the Lord. Then he inquired of the Lord. Verse number nine tells us that David then obeyed what God told him to do. He asked God's opinion, got God's mind on the situation, the matter at hand, and then he obeyed God. And he went after the Amalekites and led his men there. Even in the midst of their distress, even in the midst of their grief, they come across a young Egyptian servant boy and what happens? They help him. Instead of casting him aside with no thought for his well-being, they helped him even though they were so saddened and so depressed themselves. They followed after the Amalekites with the help of this Egyptian young boy. Even in their distress, they helped another, and he was able to help them, the Egyptian boy was. And he leads them, the Egyptian boy leads them to... The Amalekites, and then what happens? God gives the victory. They're able to take back everything that is theirs. They're able to put the army of the Amalekites to flight. They push them back. Some 400 of the Amalekites escape, and everyone else perishes because God gives them the strength to do what needs to be done. They get back their wives. They get back their children. They get back their livestock. Everything that was so dear to them had been recovered. But let's not forget David had 600 men, but 200 of those 600 had been left behind at the brook Besor. Why? Because they were so faint. They were so tired. They had been so overcome with just the grief and the stress and the fatigue of the day. They remained behind while David and some 400 men pursued after the Amalekites. And then what happens? We'll pick up in 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse number 21 says this. And David came to the 200 men, which were so faint that they could not follow David, whom they had made also to abide at the brook Basor. And they went forth to meet David and to meet the people that were with him. And when David came near to the people, he saluted them. Then answered all the wicked men and men of Belial of of those that went with David and said, Because they went not with us, we will not give them aught of the spoil that we have recovered, save to every man just his wife and his children, that they may lead them away and depart. Then said David, Ye shall not do so, my brethren." With that which the Lord hath given us, who hath preserved us, and delivered the company that came against us into our hand. For who will hearken unto you in this matter? But as his part is that goeth down to the battle, so shall his part be that tarrieth by the stuff. They shall part alike. Friend, can I encourage you, as our country, prayerfully, recovers from this epidemic and this pestilence, as you, Recover from circumstances of life and situations, no matter how horrible and how just mind numbingly depressing at times they can be. As you recover and as you gain victory, don't forget those that were friends to you. But then also, in your victory, those that were left behind, those that are not quite strong enough to be like you, those that are not quite strong enough to bear up under the burden, friend, let me encourage you to offer a helping hand to them. As I mentioned earlier, don't use your hurt to hurt others. Use your hurt to help others. But even when you are on your strongest days, don't look down your nose at those that are not quite as spiritually accomplished as you. Don't look down your nose at those that cannot quite bear the same burdens that you can. Tomorrow, we're going to wrap up our study of what to do when you don't know what to do. But let me encourage you to do this. Be like the Bible tells us in the book of Galatians, chapter 6, 1 through 3. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such in one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens. And so fulfill the law of Christ. For if a man think of himself, think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. Don't deceive yourself today. Be a help. Be a friend. Even when you are in distress and when you are on the top side in victory, I'd like to ask you to do this: be a friend to others. God bless. Have a great day for his glory. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702.